BeastNet is brought to you by James Safety Services and in partnership with Beast OCR. Here we discuss all things OCR and fitness related, running, endurance, conditioning, wrecking, and more. Welcome to BeastNet. Hey, everybody out there in BeastNet land, Hammer here. And on today's episode of BeastNet, we're talking with Jonathan Redmond, a.k.a. Johnny Red. What's up, Johnny? Uh, well, uh, nothing much, but uh, glad to be here with you. <laughs> Cool. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for uh, thanks for taking the time out of your day and uh, you know to, to chat with us a little bit. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about um, you know you being a Spartan Cryptea. What uh, what what is that like, man? What does that involve? Uh, well, it's uh, it's it's not a direct road, you know. It's uh, a long and twisting adventure. Um, basically, uh, you you the the process pretty much involves. Uh, attending uh, hurricane heat events, uh, four hours, 12 hours, getting to know participants, getting to know uh, the cryptea that are already uh, there uh, doing an excellent job. And uh, at some point along the way, uh, usually a cryptea, if if they feel that you have some potential, uh, come up to you and say, hey, how would you feel about like volunteering at an event instead of participating at an event and how would you like to you know be my wingman and and then if that's of any interest well you go yeah of course i'd love to and slowly uh, you get to know the inner workings of how to prepare an event and eventually they uh, if everything goes well well you're 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 invited to actually participate in the preparation and up to some point we'll prepare your own event and that sounds actually pretty interesting. Um, so so it, it's more a question uh, of being asked to become a cryptea. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so, I mean, as far as being a cryptea, I'm sure you've already participated in, in you know, like um, preparing events and stuff like that. What's, what's that like actually being able to see it from like a setup, like a preparation level? Is it, is it a little bit, um, a little bit different of a take um, as as far as, you know, compared to being a racer or? <clears throat> uh, well, for me, as my day job is actually a teacher, uh, it was a perfect fit. Uh, I could, you know, uh, bring what I do every day in a classroom. And uh, as with everything, that, well, of course, I don't have many of my students do burpees during class. But uh, bringing the structure and, and bringing um, the the you know there's a lot of PT involved in a in a hurricane heat event. But what differentiates uh, what I feel differentiates uh, uh, an interesting event from just having like four hours or six hours or twelve hours of PT is actually having a mission, having um, a set objective. So, and the same thing is right is true for teaching in a classroom. I mean, you do exercises and you practice whatnot, but at the end, you know there's a test coming. There's there's a final objective, and I feel that building a hurricane heat event around a specific objective really uh, makes everything flow, and you have a great uh, start to finish. Um, activities that flow into one another and uh, ultimately bring you to graduation. Nice. So, nice. yeah. So the the, the 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 being on the other side, being on the side that organizes and prepares the events, uh, for me it was a natural fit. Awesome. <clears throat> 
Um, would you, I, I was, I kind of, that kind of answered my next, my next question too. It was, um, I mean, it, it could very well answer my next question. Um, I was going to say, what what would be your favorite part overall about um, taking part in like the the preparation and actually being um, a Spartan Kryptea? Um, well, of course, everything has to be fun <laughs> because uh, <laughs> this isn't actually a job, so you have to do it out of pleasure. But uh, the, uh, yeah. the 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 best part is um graduation uh there's no doubt just getting to that specific moment where you've pushed people way farther than they even thought they could and they they stuck with it and they did all the all the i'm gonna say all that dumb stuff you ask them to do but it's never really dumb (laughs) but uh, while you're doing it it it, well uh, when you're doing it you just do it but when you look at it from the outside, you're always like, but why would you even want to do 666 burpees? And, you know, <laughs> when, when my students were doing their 666 burpees, they didn't ask questions. They just, they, they just pushed through and they did everything they had to. And by the end, they were, they were so damn proud of what they accomplished. Yeah. And that's, that's the best part. I mean, and of course, when you sit down at your desk and there's no one around and you're just like flipping through ideas and that's always, that's always a part that, that, you know, motivates me and say, okay, let's, let's spend another three, four, six, ten hours just going through the event again and again and again, just trying to see what, what can we make better or what can we make worse or what can we make, you know, and, and make sure to, I think the hardest part, because you asked what the, the best part, but what the hardest part is bringing people to the very edge and not pushing them over. Just always keeping yeah. people on the limit of what they can do. That's awesome. <clears throat> um, so I was kind of, uh, I was flipping through like your Instagram and stuff earlier, and um, I saw that uh, this year you actually had your first age group podium. And uh, we're going to kind of talk to you a little bit about that, and uh, and you know, what uh, what was going through your mind, man? I, I'm sure that's. I mean, I've obviously never podiumed in, in any of my races because I'm always open wave. Um, I'm part of the what we call tortoise crew. Um, <laughs> so, um, so, uh, but yeah, I mean, what what was that? What was that like, man? Having your first podium? Um, it, well, if, if, if I can, I'll just step back one, one pace behind making podium. Um, I, I was part of that, uh, that tortoise crowd, of the, uh, opens. And I mean, there is, uh, no shame in being open. And I mean, you, you just be proud to be out there kicking butt way more than anyone that's just sitting on their couch. So if you come in yeah. last you're still ahead of a whole bunch of people that haven't even stepped up to the start line. Yeah. Um, and I was, I was part of that crowd. Uh, I went through, uh, I don't know if you got that far in my social media, but I, I was part of the, the couch brigade. Uh, I was, I, I'm 44 now. And at 39 years old, I was overweight. I was out of shape. And I was fast going to nowhere. And yeah. uh, like everyone, like everyone in this sport, this uh, so glorious obstacle course racing sport, 
at some point I said, I have to do something. I have to change. I have to step up. And I went from doing nothing to doing my first sprint. Uh, and um, I crossed that finish line and I swore to my, I had my friend, we were running together and I told her, I will never do this again. <laughs> and, and I remember five days later, I still could not walk <laughs> properly. And I was registering for three more races. And that was in 2015. <laughs> and um, five years later, I, I, I did manage to get up uh, on the, the second step of a podium in my age group. And that feeling is incredible. But it's the, the, you have to look back and you have to look at the road travel to get there. Oh, yeah. And it's, uh, it's unbelievable. I, I mean, I appreciate so much how I pushed hard, but I appreciate how so many people around me uh, push and get the job done. I mean, with I, I couldn't have gotten on that step if I hadn't had uh, that, that, the, the person running behind me that came in third and all of those guys that run ahead of me and make me end up in fifth or sixth or seventh or eighth at any other race. Yeah. But it's it's wanting to get up on that step with those people that make it all worth it. It's it's incredible. And hey, for for everyone listening that doesn't even think they can get to a podium, um, don't put anything out of reach. If the the one lesson, the big lesson that OCR has taught me. Is never say never. Yep, exactly. I've I've definitely learned the never say never. Um, had a couple events this year that uh, I went out and did with Don and and Mike, and you know I always said no, I'm never going to do this, I'm never going to do that. And um, uh, mainly, I my my biggest thing, especially with Mike, was um, we hate electricity. So when we did our tough mud, uh, tough mother this year, that was. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, we were like, yeah, we're we're never going to do any of the obstacles with uh, with electricity, and peer pressure got us, and we did it, and you know it was like, wow, that really wasn't that bad. So, um, I mean, some of the other obstacles actually um, were were a lot. I, I would think uh, some of these obstacles were a little bit more challenging than some of the the Spartan ones. I like the um, inverted wall. Um, I know theirs was geez, theirs was way longer than the Spartan inverted wall. And, um, it, yeah. And I was like, I, I can barely get over the one in Spartan, let alone doing it when it's like eight foot longer. So, um, <laughs> well, at least it looked that way anyway. And, um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I learned the hard way on those, some of those obstacles, you know, um, never say never. Cause I mean, it's, it's definitely attainable, you know, I mean, whether it's, you know, if you don't get it now, you know, train for it and you can get it later. And that's, you know, I think that's, uh, exactly. That's, that's kind of what I get out of it, you know, is, is that I'm not, I'm not going to be able to always get an obstacle, but if I constantly train for it and I, I know what I need to work for, then I'll be much more apt for success in the future. So yeah, I, I can definitely relate with that. Um, 
So another thing I, I, I saw was that uh, that your son actually um, had done some pretty good stuff this year. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I'm, I'm actually kind of flipping back to it. Um, he actually did his first beast in trifecta and a th- uh, three races in three days, actually. Um, what, exactly. uh, what was that kind of like, you know, what was that like seeing, you know, coming from where you've come from, you know, like you said, 39 couch potato warrior, you know, that's kind of where I'm at right now at 34 or at 34. Um, and I've gotten up and done a lot of races this year, but, uh, you know, coming from that and then, you know, seeing the things that you've seen throughout your, you know, your races and, and whatnot, and how's it feel to see, you know, your son, stepping up and doing this as well uh it's an amazing feeling um both my daughter and my son this year uh accomplished uh, incredible uh feats in ocr uh my daughter um ran her first uh, adult race because she was of age and um <laughs> she was the only girl in hello Sounds like I lost you. All right. Well, we lost him for just a minute. All right. Well, it looks like uh, we're having some technical difficulties. All right. Looks like we're having some technical difficulties. Um, I'm going to reach out and see if we can get a hold of him again. And in the meantime, we'll take a short commercial break. Like what you hear? Make sure and subscribe and review us on your favorite podcast platform. Be sure to find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you're using YouTube, please click the little red subscribe icon, then click the little bell for notifications of future episodes. And if you could, give us a thumbs up. All right, now we yeah, we got him back on the line. All right. Um, yeah, I was sitting there listening and it cut off, and I was like, Johnny? Hello? <laughs> And, yeah, oh, and like, nice. nothing. So I was like, I was like, man, I wonder how long, I wonder how long you talked. And that's, that's one of the things I thought I was like, I wonder how long you talked before you realized I was not there anymore. Um, well, I have no idea. What, um, what's the last thing I told you? <laughs> so we, uh, we started talking about, uh, you said that your son and daughter had both, um, had some pretty, uh, pretty amazing feats in OCR this year. And you started to talk about your daughter, um, right after she came of age. Um, for the adult wave, and that's when I cut off. Ah, crap. Okay. I'll start off. <laughs> I'll start back up. Okay. <laughs> so, okay, let's let's get back into the story. Uh, yeah, so my daughter uh, was finally old enough to run in the uh, adult age group. Um, so she decided to run uh, in Morin Heights in Quebec, which was a sprint weekend. And um, she... Uh, uh, she ran um, a third of that race crying her eyes out. <laughs> and she was going through all those obstacles and uh, in the snow, in uh, freezing runoff oh, wow. water, in mud. And she either tackled all of those obstacles head on or did, of course, the required burpees when she just could not get it done. And she was crying and she was mad as hell. I mean, at that last, I think it was the next to last obstacle was the rig. And she, she, she has a lot of trouble with the rig, upper body strength. And she was on the ground and she was doing her burpees. And at, she was mad at the burpees. She was crying. (laughs) She was pissed. 
and she completes all her burpees and uh, we, we go over the slip wall and we, we cross the, the fire and, and I just hug her in my arms. I'm so proud. And then she's, she's crying twice as much. And I'm like, what's wrong? I mean, you've done it. And she looks at me and she says, but dad, I, 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 I don't deserve the medal. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I mean, you did everything. You went through this hell of a course and you got it done. And she's like, yeah, but I didn't do all the obstacles. I mean, every obstacle you missed, you did your burpees. You paid your due. And she got her medal and she was proud and I was proud. But the bonus that neither neither of us knew is that she was the only girl on both sprint days in her age group, she was the only one that stepped up and ran that course. So not only wow. did she leave with her first adult uh, medal, she left with gold first place podium. Wow! wow. And that was That's awesome. That was an amazing feeling. And of course, my son, as you saw, uh, wanted to complete his first trifecta this year. Uh, he'd done he'd done a lot of uh, junior races and a lot of sprint races. Uh, last year he did sprints and he did his, his first super. So this year he said, "No, I want to get my first trifecta." And he had before we went to Duntroon, which was one of our uh, trifecta weekends in Quebec. Uh, he had already ran his sprints and he had already run a super. Um, so coming to that weekend, all he needed to do was do his beast and he had his trifecta for the year, but he decided that he was going to run his sprint on the Friday and he did it and he ran his first beast on Saturday. And I was, I was so proud. Uh, already I was proud. He he'd completed his beast and, uh, I held him in my arms and then he looked at me and said, dad, I think I want to do the super tomorrow. And I was like, okay, you're sure. Are you sure? I mean, you've already done a lot. And he said, no. And the next morning, he was signed up, age group, and he completed that super. And he actually ran the super faster than he had run his sprint and the beast. And he walked away that weekend with his first trifecta and, of course, his first trifecta, first three races in three days. So, you know, crazy. you mentioned it for, for someone like me that was an A1 uh, couch champion five years ago uh, to have managed to actually inspire my own kids, which I think for any adult uh, knows that's like uh, a near impossible mission. Uh, I couldn't <laughs> be prouder. And of course, we all have in, in gym at home, we all have our medals on the wall. And I, 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 my, my metal rack is kind of heavy, but the proudest medals that uh, on those racks are the ones my kids uh, are piling on. And uh, yeah. I mean, that's the that's the best reward I could ask for. <clears throat> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, my my daughter is three, and and I see it in her. I, I she'll um, she climbs on all kinds of things. I mean. When I, and I, I wouldn't say that, um, you know, I wouldn't say I'm going to, you know, push her to do it. But I mean, if she wants to do it, um, you know, I'm definitely going to get her into into OCR. And because um, I like I said, I already see her, you know, climbing all over everything. And I'm just like, wow, you know, this kid, 
you know, at three years old, she already does some pretty crazy things. I, I think she's fearless, and I, you know, I want to be able to see her do that in the future. Um, you know, tackle all oh. kinds of obstacles, and she, uh, she, she does some of the craziest I mean, things. You know, we we all start out like that, and and that's what we <laughs> that's what we all collectively forget. And I think that that's why OCR is so great. And that's what I, the, I, I, I give free uh, SGX coaching to my students that want to step up. And that's the first thing I tell them. I say, you have to rediscover that uh, adventure, the adventure that was yeah. doing the monkey bar for the first time in the playground or, or going up, the, 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 the doing the swing way high or any of those things. And yeah. that's what we rediscover when we do OCR. Oh yeah, and you know, and it it didn't um, it didn't it really dawn on me at first um, with that. You know, it was like I felt like I was going into these things, you know, as an adult, and it's like, okay, cool, let's go out and have fun, and you know, challenge ourselves, and and you know, um, have a good time. And then I started realizing the fun that I was having was more relatable to you know, like when I was a kid, and I was like, man, I really feel. I really feel young again. I feel like a kid, you know, and it's like, I can't say that I'm, you know, not still young because I'm only in my mid thirties, but I mean, compared to, <laughs> you know, no, I'm, you know, with all, with all the responsibility, you know, and, and, you know, raising, a, you know, raising children and, and having a job and, you know, just all the bills and everything, you don't, you don't really necessarily feel like you have time to be a kid anymore. And, um, you know, getting into OCR, it, it, it felt like, okay, I'm going to go out, you know, I'm going to go out and do something that I never thought I would do. And then, you know, three, two or three years down the line, I'm like, I really like doing this because it makes me feel young again. It makes me feel like I'm, you know, just that kid out on the playground equipment. And sure, it's tough and, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's dirty, but that's, that's what's fun about it. It's, it's not something that you normally do on a daily base, basis, unless, you know, obviously, unless you're like an elite um, or like a pro racer, <laughs> but, um, you know, those guys are like infinite, infinite kids, man, infinite kids. And, um, <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, I think we all really want to be, you know, young at heart and we all really want to, you know, keep our youth as long as we can. And I feel like that's what OCR has done for me in the past three years is it's made me come to this realization that, you know, it's brought back that sense of adventure. Sure. It's not, you know, going out and, you know, um, you know, like hiking and camping and all the other stuff that I really, really like doing. Um, but it's, it's definitely, right on right up there with it it ties with it because i mean it's that sense of adventure it's it's you know it's so oh, much fun to me you know like I, when i leave a race as much as as much as i'm exhausted at the end sometimes you know i really sit back and like you know during i, I kind of look at it like this when i'm when i start the race i'm i feel like i'm 34 when i get halfway through we'll, we'll say like the, this year's beast that i did yeah when i start the race i'm 34 um about you know three or four miles in i feel like i'm you know, pushing like 50 years old. When I got, when I get about <laughs> six or seven miles in, I feel like I'm like in my sixties, um, you know, going, 
past that, I just, I'm like, gosh, why do I feel like my body's like working against me here? I feel like I'm like 80 years old. And then the second I cross that finish line and even just not even crossing the finish line, I feel like, I don't know, maybe even two miles from the end. Um, we're talking Spartan miles here because Spartan miles are not equal to regular miles. Um, no, no, of course not. So, <laughs> um, so, you know, the last, last couple of miles, I really, I always feel like I get this like rejuvenation and it's like this surge of energy and, and it's like, okay, yes, I'm tired, but I'm so close to the end. I'm so close to this, you know, uh, the satisfaction of having completed this. And I get like this boost of energy. And, you know, this year when I was doing the beast, um, we, you know, we were pretty, pretty slow going, I think for a good portion of the race. I'm about two miles left um, because I had battled with a lot of um, leg cramps and stuff like that. And I had actually thought that I had prepared really well as far as (laughs) hydration and, you know, electrolytes and stuff like that. And, And I was like, okay, you know, I feel really good about this race. I've really done um, I've really done my physical homework as far as, you know, drinking lots of water and, you know, um, having a lot of, um, sodium intake and, you know, making sure that I was going to be okay for the race. Yeah. Not even halfway through the race, my, both my legs were cramping like severely and it's like, okay, yeah, I, I guess I didn't do enough homework. Um, but no, so that's, you know, that's that part where I felt like I was about, you know, it's like, ah, my body's working against me. I'm going to die. And, you know, not, not really necessarily because, you know, in my head, it's all superficial. It's all just, you know, um, but yeah, that last two miles, then I was like, okay, I feel like I'm honestly feel like I'm only like 30 years old right now. And, you know, and then when I, it's not when I even crossed the finish line, um, we got to, um, her coist. And normally I take that one kind of slow just because I'm, you know, it's like, okay, I want to make sure that I have decent, decent enough form. And I don't want to like throw out my back. Cause I, I had a back injury at work, um, last year mm-hmm. and I really didn't want to re-aggravate that. So, um, you know, we got to her coist and it was right before the fire and the finish line. And when I got to her coist, I said, you know what? I'm I've come so far and I'm so close. I'm just going to destroy her coist. And I got over there and I didn't even, most, you know, most people grab it, you know, and they like lower themselves to the ground and just kind of work their way through it. I, man, I, I was like, you know what? This is the first time I'm going to just pound this obstacle out. And I did, I, I ran over there, I grabbed that rope and I didn't even lay down. I just powered through it, man. I, just beast mode this way or my way through that and got it to the top, lowered it down. And I think that's the fastest and most intense I've ever done turquoise. Not that that's a really hard obstacle, but I usually like, I usually like to take my time with that one. Um, and I was just, I was like, no, I'm going to prove to myself that I can do this. And I did it, man. I powered through that. I honestly, at that point in time, at that point in time, I felt like I was, just for that split moment, I felt like I was an elite doing the turquoise because I was like, it looked and it felt just like when they do it in, you know, in my head. And it was like, I see these guys doing this, <laughs> you know, so rapidly and, and whatnot. I was like, man, I'm really on par with these guys. I feel like I'm, you know, I feel like I'm an elite. And, you know, I run over and jump the fire and run, you know, run through the finish line. And, uh, and then at that point, I feel like I'm a teenager. I mean, it just, 
Oh, all the totally all the yeah all the exhaustion all the anguish all the you know the self-doubt and everything just disappears i'm sure that may be runner's high but you know honestly it's it's such a great feeling and i think another actually rewarding part of that whole uh the whole thing was is um don's daughter well my niece um she was there volunteering that day and um she was actually the one that presented us our medals and i thought that was really cool having you know done this entire thing yeah so like having done this entire thing i thought it was was really um for my and that actually completed my first trifecta for um you know well my first lifetime trifecta anyway um to have you know have the surprise of having her you know, award us the medal was, was really cool. The medal. And, um, it, oh, you know, so and, it's, and that's something that, yeah. And it's something that I'll remember for the rest of my life, um, until I get dementia. Um, so, uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but, uh, but yeah, you know, that's, and that's something that I really, really hold, hold dear is that, you know, getting, um, you know, Don, he gets his daughter involved in, in, in a lot of these and, um, and, you know, she's been a trooper and I, I can see, I can see in him, you know, the, the pride that he takes when, you know, she gets out and does these events and stuff like that. And, and, um, you know, and it's definitely evident with you and your children and, and I just, I cannot wait to get my daughter into something like this, you know, sure. It's going to be a while, um, you know, I can put her in the, you know, the Spartan kids here after a little while, um, you know, a couple more years and, you know, see how she does in that. But I just, like you said, you know, the proudest, the proudest medals that you have are the ones that your kids, you know, the ones that your kids are hanging up on the wall. And, you know, and I, I honestly, my daughter, she, she loves, loves walking around. Like I give her, um, <laughs> it's kind of funny because, you know, she's like, Papa. You know, I, I like your necklace, and she like points at the, all my medals on the wall, and she's like, "I like your, I like your necklace," and I'm like, "I'm like, oh, thanks, you know, thanks, you know, uh, you want to wear one?" And I always, it's funny because I always give her, um, I always give her like one of the terrain race ones, you know, and then not not to say that the terrain race ones don't matter as much to me, but I've got a couple of those, and you know, um, for each race, you know, they're they're all the same. So I'm like, okay, I'll give her one of the terrain race ones to carry around. She runs around with that thing. And she's like, she'll, she'll run over to mom, mama, mama, look, Papa, you know, I got a necklace. I got a necklace. And she, man, she just eats it up. She loves it. Uh, and I think in the future, and, 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 you know, being able to see her carry around one of her own is just going to be phenomenal. And I, I honestly cannot imagine the feeling, um, and, you know, and I'm not going to be able to imagine that feeling until I actually feel it. So, I mean, that's that's got to be such an amazing experience for you. It's 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 a special duality because, you know, you're, you're asking your kids to actually go suffer. And uh, <laughs> it, it is interesting. Well, it, it is interesting in a parental sense to say it actually is a growing experience. And theoretically, you know, your children are going to go through, I mean, they're going to be, they're human beings. They're going to go through all sorts of yeah. crap in their life. And, you know, like we've all been through different things and you hope for the best. And you hope they don't go through anything traumatic exactly. or anything, you know, really, 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 really bad. But um, seeing that they can get through 
uh, an obstacle course race. Uh, physically, okay. I mean, good. I mean, great. But mentally, it's the and um, I don't know if you saw that. I'm probably not on Instagram, but uh, maybe in the the the, the, the earlier pics. Uh, I did my uh, uh, hurricane heat with my son. Uh, and you know, okay. an endurance event is something else. I mean, uh, an obstacle course race is one thing, an endurance event is, is something else. And uh, he got oh, through yeah. that uh, with flying colors. And uh, it it is hard looking at your kids, you know, uh, grind through all the stuff you have to do in an endurance event and a race. I mean, like I said, my daughter was crying in third of the race, uh, and, and it can be yeah. hard on your on, on your daddy heart. And, uh, but you know yeah. that in the end, uh, the, 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 they'll be that much prouder. You will be, and they will be that much prouder of, uh, what they accomplish. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And I, you know, and, and I think, like I said, you know, I haven't even, even begun to appro- approach that bridge yet, but I think, you know, when <laughs> I get there, um, I, I'm not going to know what to think, but I think my, my, my biggest thought behind that would probably be, you know, they're trying this, they're attempting this, you know, it's going to, basically it's going to break my heart to see them suffer. Um, but in a way I kind of, you know, in a, in a, in a kind of weird, like, um, I almost look at it as a, like, like a self sadistic kind of way. Like when I, when I sign myself (laughs) up for certain things, I always think, okay, well you signed up for this, you idiot. So, you know, you're going to do it and everything that's involved in it, you know, you have yourself to blame for um, yep. <laughs> so, um, you know, and I think that's, you know, a part of it, you know, um, comes with that. I, I wouldn't say that I had, I honestly did not have, um, I didn't have a, a tough upbringing, you know, and, um, I, I really have nothing to complain about, um, for my upbringing from my parents because my parents were wonderful. Um, my dad was, you know, my dad was in the military, um, retired military now. Um, he, um, <laughs> some of, some of his practices, I know people would be like, God, that's so cool. Um, you know, and I would, really <laughs> honestly, in retrospect, it's, it's honestly not, you know, like my dad would wake us up in the morning. I think my biggest complaint about the way he up, uh, or brought us up was just how he woke us up in the morning. He would, he would just come in and flip the light switch on. And it's like, to me, sometimes, even now, actually, that's the worst way to wake up. If somebody just coming in and flipping on the light. Oh, yeah, you know? definitely. And it's like, you know, I, I kind of have that, um, sorry, I have hiccups. Um, I, I have that mentality now when it comes to, um, you know, well, I think I'll have that mentality whenever I, um, you know, whenever my daughter decides that she, if she even wants to race, you know, it's like the whole wake up call with the, with the light bulb there. It's like, look, you know, this is it. This is cut and dry. This is what you signed up for. Um, you know, and it's not to be, you know, not to be tough, but you know, that they're going to survive it, you know, no matter the outcome, they're going to survive it. Oh yeah. And, and it's going to make them, you know, honestly, it's going to make them more resilient, um, more resilient than they already are. And, you know, I think the rewards, you know, heavily outweigh, um, you know, all the all the, the momentary discomfort. Yeah, yeah. The momentary discomfort. That's that's good. I, I like that. I'm gonna I'm gonna use that. Um, I'm not gonna trademark <laughs> it because you know obviously you said it first. Um, but uh, 
Well, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. and I think I think that will pay off, you know, and, and that's the thing, you know. Um, they start to realize that, holy cow, this this thing that I've done I've done that's horribly uncomfortable and, and all that, it really pays off. And and to me I feel like that's that's the same feeling I get, you know, whenever I finish a race. It's like I have this this inner youth again and it's I, I honestly I don't ever want to give that up and I think that's one of the biggest things that keeps me coming back to all these all these races is that I may feel thirty four starting the race, eighty years old by ten miles in and then but I feel so young after after having completed it. And it you know, honestly it's always over before I know it. It always is. It's always oh, over it's before I know. It's always over way too fast. Way too fast. Yeah. That's why we always exactly. end up signing up like... for the next one right away. <laughs> yeah, because we're like, oh, that wasn't so bad. That wasn't so bad. And, and then, uh, and then you're, you're back like two weeks out from the next one, and you're like, what was I thinking? Yeah. Like, ah, oh, babe, I don't know if I can do this race. I, I've done that before. I've talked to my <laughs> wife, and I'm like, you know, like two weeks or a week leading into the race, like, you know, just like crawling out of bed at the, you know, in just the wrong way, you know, you know, something just kind of like pulls in your back a little bit and you're like, oh, yeah. this is the end. Jesus, My race career is over. Um, <laughs> but. Uh... <laughs> and now a word from our sponsors. Do you like challenges that are fun, tough and might use tacos? Head on over to BeastChallenge.com and check out our upcoming events, including Beast's 5K+, a combination of race and endurance event, and the Bucket Mile. Keep an eye on the Beast's OCR Facebook group for event gatherings. For more information, head on over to BeastChallenge.com and the Beast's OCR Facebook group. You'll be glad you did. And we're back. You can't complain to your wife. Uh, it's the same story with me. You know, you, you, you complain about some ache or pain or whatever after or, oh, yeah. or coming up to a race. And then they look at you and say, well, you signed up for it. Exactly. I always get that look, that one eyebrow raised. I'm like, well, you're the idiot that signed up for it. So guess what? Uh, there you go. It, no matter how you feel. Suck it up, buttercup. And, um, Exactly. You know, and you know, and she's, she's gone out and she's done a couple, uh, she's done a couple races herself. Um, she hasn't, as far as I know, she hasn't really done, um, any Spartans. I, you know, honestly, I, I feel like I should know this, but, um, her thing is she, she, <laughs> she does like to do, she does like to do obstacle course races and stuff, but her big thing is she actually just gets to like, she likes to go out and do all the, the cool little, um, you know, like, uh, fun runs and stuff, you know, she likes to get out and do five K's, 10 K's, um, stuff like that. Okay. That's more her jam than, than OCR. But I mean, she has done, um, I know that whenever, um, warrior dash still existed, she, uh, she did a couple of those with me. Um, she, her and her brother were the ones that kind of actually got me started in OCR. Um, Ooh. so, um, I have, yeah, I have, um, her brother and her to think or to thank for that. Um, and so, uh, cool. you know, it was like her brother, yeah, her brother was signed up for one and was like, Hey, let's do this. And, and she thought it would be a fun you know, thing to do. And I was like, sure, let's go. And, um, that was, I think that was actually my first, my first race that I'd ever actually done alongside, um, a wife. And at the time we weren't even, we weren't even married. We weren't even actually, we weren't even engaged at that point. We were just boyfriend, girlfriend. And, um, we had, uh, Ooh, that's cool. um, 
Yeah. Yeah. And, and so that, that race, I actually, um, I fell in like a, like a three foot deep, um, trench and smacked my head on some rocks and kind of knocked myself a little, a little bit loopy for a little bit. And, um, oh. I actually had, um, yeah. And I had like tiny little pebbles sticking on the back of my head and stuff and I was bleeding and I had no clue until like another mile later that I was bleeding, <laughs> that I was bleeding and, um, neither did they because they were both in front of me. So, um, but, um, you know, um, that was my, I think one of my first major, um, OCR experiences. And, and the crazy thing about it was, is when I, you know, after realizing that I was bleeding, you know, my, my mind at first was like, Oh, I'm so new to this. I don't, you know, I don't know what really is all involved in this. And, and, um, I, I kind of had like a momentary panic, you know, it was like, Oh gosh, I'm bleeding, you know? And then, I was like, okay, I'm I'm going to be fine. I've had way worse than this when I was a kid. Um, you know, finish the race, you know, go to the, you know, first aid tent, have them check it out. You know, they hit me with a little bit of, um, you know, just a rinse and kind of patched me up. They're like, oh, it's not too bad. You know, you'll be fine. And um, and then after that, I was sold. I Seriously, I was sold. I was like, this uh, yeah. is the coolest. <laughs> this is the coolest <laughs> I've ever done in my entire life. Like I've done some cool hey, things. We mentioned it. We mentioned it earlier. Coming back from the playground with a scraped knee uh, or a bloody yep. nose from exactly. falling over, whatever is you know, it's the best. Yeah, exactly. It's it's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, my wife uh, ran uh, one Spartan race, and she did one other uh, local OCR event, and she said, "Okay, that's it for me." Uh, I'm done. <laughs> um, but uh, she's she's a she's a classic uh, street racer. So she does uh, fives yeah. and tens and half marathons. Uh, and, uh, she uh, that's really more her thing. Getting uh, getting dirty and climbing over walls and lugging around big rocks is not so much her part. But yeah. she some, she totally about like we have uh, the same race, so we should be partners. <laughs> oh yeah, and that's honestly that's so important too, you know. And I know that I get I get a lot of um, I wouldn't say resistance, but I just I get a lot of um, I guess flack from you know her sometimes. And I'm like, oh hey, guess what? This race is coming up. I should sign up for it. And you know, she's like, more time away, you know. <laughs> but you know, if that's what you want to do, sure, go ahead. And then you know, whenever it's um, you know time for her to you know go out and um, with her friend, they do, they do at least one, one like run a, a month. That was their goal for this year was to do at least one run a month. Um, and so far they've, they've completely and totally committed to that and, uh, they only have two months left. So, um, wow. you know, this month and next month they're going to do, Great. um, I don't know what they have coming up on their race calendar, but, uh, they've stuck to, you know, they've stuck to their goal of doing one, um, at least one 5k or 10k a month. And, um, but, you know, like I said, that's, you know, that's more her jam, but, uh, you know, anytime those come up, I'm like, sure, babe, go do your thing. Have fun. You know, this is, that's what you, you know, you really aspire to do. So go do it. And, uh, it's kind of weird, like how the, the scales are tipped in that, um, in that way, because, um, you know, I'm, I'm pretty free and easy going like, Hey babe, if that's what you want to do, go do it, have fun. And then, you know, for me, it's like whenever I go up, you know, I see a prospective race or something, I'm like, ooh, that sounds like fun. She's like, uh-huh, sure, right. Go, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 so, 
Well, uh, yeah, I, I will be commenting, commenting on my uh, scale. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, smart, smart man. You see, you've already learned. I have not. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. That's awesome. uh, to be fair, uh, uh, I've been, I've been pulling, uh, I've been pulling it uh, a lot of. A lot of races on my side, and she hasn't pulled uh, uh, nearly as many races on on her side. But uh, no, we yeah. find we find our, our our common ground, and and uh, well, you know, when I when I bring all the the, the family out with me uh, for races, and you know, we've been to uh, when OCR World Championship was in Canada, uh, we we all went as a family. And uh, everyone had a blast. I mean, even if you're not running yeah. uh, the events the, themselves, and we, we have such a big uh, OCR family, we build a family that it extends to every race, and we are always now bumping into people we know and we like, yeah. friends, and so on. We catch up. So yeah, it becomes really a, a, a family event. Exactly, and. You know, I think I think honestly, we've touched on that every episode I've ever done. Is we go back to that community aspect, and um, it honestly it is. It's such a huge family, um, you know. And it's um, I've done a couple races this year with people that I I barely knew. Um, you know, ran the whole you know race with them, and by the end of the race, you know, it's like. Well, actually, let me back up a little bit. You start the race and you're like, oh, here's this person that I've met a couple of times, you know, just in passing at the tent, you know, at the team tent. And, you know, we, um, you know, we cross paths every once in a while, a couple of times a year. Um, and then you go, you start the race with them, you finish the race with them. And then all of a sudden it's like you've, within that couple of hours, you've built this, you know, unbeknowingly to you or unbeknownst to you you've built this this relationship with them through these struggles and you're like wow you know i know this guy like this is um this is such a you know um profound connection and it honestly it it goes beyond even just the races you know it's like um now some of these people i talk to on a regular basis and it doesn't even have to be you know about a race it's just you know we we find some common ground talking during the races and then all of a sudden it's like we share all these other interests and you you make so many different friends and and family members during these races and these events that it really honestly becomes a family reunion every time you show up to a race and it's it's awesome of course, oh, uh, definitely, definitely, and there, there's a special bond you you develop with someone you go through hardship with, and uh, be it a small hardship of getting over that six foot wall, or, or or going through a six hour endurance event side by side with someone, you you actually get to know people on a side that I mean I, I have colleagues I've been working with for twelve years and they're. I don't know much about them, but I've raced with people three times and I know exactly how they react when they are down and out and up against incredible odds. And you know the core of a person, how will they actually hold up to the, the rules to, the, you know, we're, we're honor bound to get through these obstacles without always having a marshal watching us or volunteers or whatever. And, and you can, you can start touching the, the actual fiber of someone when 
you see how they react to those situations. You know, what, what are they yeah. going to do? Are they going to try and walk around an obstacle? Are they going to, no way, we're going to do our 30 burpees. And, and what are they, what kind of person are they after four hours out on a course? Are, are they still encouraging you? Are they still, are they still chatting it up? Are they still trying to, you know, get, get everyone through the course? Or, you know, are they shutting down or are they, are they going in a dark place and are they, are they pulling other people down around them? And, you know, you really get to know someone when they are in a, a, a hardship. And that's something that's really precious to me. I mean, I met hundreds of people in the last past five years. And, and out of that, there are probably like, I don't know, one person, two people. I, 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 you know, I discovered, I'd say like, oh, okay, I, I don't need to see you again. I don't need to spend more time with you. But, you know, like maybe 99 other people, I, I like they, any day would go a whole weekend with them. I like go and any adventure with these people. I mean, the, the friends I've made through endurance events. I mean, I, uh, yeah. they're uh, easily uh, like five people I can name off the bat that I would put my life in their hands and I'd with absolutely total confidence. Yeah, that's and see, that's amazing that, you know, um, and I think it really speaks a lot to um, just how we are as basically as, as humans, you know, that we can see each other on such a, a carnal level, such an animalistic level of, you know, suffering and going through, you know, these these trials that we voluntarily put ourselves through. But, you know, I think that speaks volumes, like you said, about, how you work with somebody for 12 years and you barely know them, but you race with another person, you know, a couple of times and then you know them much, so much more than you know the person that you've worked with for 12 years. And I think, you know, that's, that's such an amazing thing for us to be able to do as, you know, as humans to see each other in such a way that, you know, that we can entrust ourselves and, and our our situations and our lives with these people after a few occurrences of, you know, racing with them. And, and that's such a huge thing. And I, I don't think, you know, in creating OCR, I don't think that that's what like the original, you know, creators had anything uh, in mind. Like I, I honestly cannot imagine that that's what not. they would. Yeah. And, you know, and it's like, just for that to be a byproduct and probably one of the biggest, um, probably one of the biggest things that comes out of OCR to me is just amazing. It's, it's so crazy. It you can see, you know, you can see a struggle within a person and, and then when they overcome it, you're like, wow, I, I know this person, I know what this person's about. And I can tell just based on, you know, the events that we've been through, you know, however many or however few, I mean, you can, you can tell the type of dedication and the type of perseverance that some of these people have within themselves. And, you know, it's like you said, you know, you, you only race a couple of years with them or not even a couple of years, but like a couple of, you know, just a couple of okay. events. And it's like you, yeah, you, you automatically know this person for who they are, what they are, how they function, you know, um, their level of dedication, their level of commitment, any of that. And it's like you, you really honestly find yourself surrounded by the greatest people at the, you know, at all times. And it's, it's, it's amazing. Awesome. To me, it's just, yeah, amazing. they are, they're such amazing people. And, 
you know, I, I honestly cannot say that enough. I mean, every, I think every single person that I've ever met going to multiple events um, throughout the year, I see people not just at Spartans, but, you know, other races, other smaller races. Um, and I know next year we're planning on doing some local races. Um, we're planning on actually going up to Canada next year and doing some races up there. And I know what big goal of mine oh, is yeah, to do um, endurance. And my, my big goal for next year is I'm actually, I'm not going to concentrate so much on um, regular events. Um, my thing is I want to push myself to do endurance events next year. And um, that's because I'm honestly, I'll, I'll say it like I'm, I'm, I'm kind of terrified of endurance events. So, um, just because I, I know how I am mentally, but that's what I want to do. I want to challenge myself and push myself through that. Um, but to go back to what well, I was saying, well, was, before, um, well, well, what, what I'm preparing for an endurance event, uh, you say, you know, how you are mentally. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't know you, but I'm willing to bet, uh, you don't know how you are mentally. And that's the whole point. And, and yeah. that's that's exactly why you are terrified of the endurance events. And it's a good thing. It's a good thing because um, we're actually pretty scared of seeing uh, who we are. And I don't want to play on you know, a corny wordplay here, but uh, uh, OCR, to a certain extent, and endurance events probably more strip you down to the human beast that you are. Yeah. And, you know, Beast, uh, that's, that's the name of the team. Um, and uh, definitely, definitely, definitely do try endurance events. Definitely do. Uh, yeah. Take care, you know, start, start slow like OCR. I mean, uh, exactly. a four-hour event uh, is a great way to start off. And uh, it's as much as OCR can be life-changing, uh, an endurance event can totally uh, flip your way of seeing yourself and seeing the world. Um, it, yeah. I mean, it doesn't happen every time uh, for everyone. It's a different experience. Uh, but I've seen people night and day after uh, a four-hour, six-hour, 12-hour. Uh, I mean, it, it's, it's happened for me. Even DNFing, I DNFed, I tried the uh, H3X, the first uh, H3X uh, last year um, in Vermont, and we had the suckiest weather ever. Oh, we yeah. went from piss-pouring rain at, uh, you know, uh, I think it was something like six degrees Celsius, uh, and oh, by geez. the time the event was done, but I was out, yeah, I was out by 12 hours. But the, the three brave uh, people that actually made it through ended up in a snowstorm. Um, I mean, it was it was crazy. Winds were were practically tearing uh, trees down. Uh, it was it was it was completely crazy, completely crazy. But um, even a DNF, even DNFing from an event. I mean, you can't plan a DNF. You shouldn't plan for a DNF. But uh, no. I DNF twice. I DNF from that event, and I DNF from um, Killington Ultra, and those are probably the most uplifting events. Not at the time. At the time, I felt like, yeah. you know, the, the kind of stuff you scrape off the bottom of your shoe. But oh yeah, uh, af after proper reflection and um, hindsight, 
uh, I realized that uh, those two events, those two DNFs, were uh, were life changing. I learned so much yeah. about myself. Uh, it's one thing to do a really, really hard task and coming out on top. And it's a totally other experience to do a really, really, really hard task and uh, completely screwing it up. <laughs> and yeah. you can plan success, but you can't plan um, uh, a screw up. And well, it's, yeah. it's quite the experience. Yeah, I can imagine, you know, and, and I've had, um, I've had moments where I was just like, you know, there's, there's times where I, and, and, you know, and I, I guess I understand where you say, I don't actually quite know myself mentally. Um, and I can see that, um, because there have been times where I've been in the middle of a race and I'm just like, you know what, screw this. I'm not, I can't do this. And then I, something happens, just some small minor thing. And I'm just like, Oh, I'm fine. You know, I'll, I'll continue through it. Um, biggest one yet was we had a really crappy super this year in Seattle. Um, weather was horrible. It was raining. It was windy. It was super cold. Um, a lot of people were, um, bowing out because of hypothermia and, you know, early onset stages of hypothermia. And I was one of the ones with, um, like early onset stuff from hypothermia and it just, I, I do not like, I love the cold. It's so weird. I love the cold, but I hate the cold. Um, I'm not a heat person. I absolutely despise heat. Um, except for when I know things obviously get too cold. Then I just, I'll, I'll put it like this. I like warmth. I don't like heat. I just like warmth. Um, but with the super, it was just like, I love, I love cold, but this was just too cold for too long. And, you know, halfway through it, I was just like, there's, yeah, there's no way. Um, I'm, I'm going over to the volunteer right now. And then I'd like, I'd get to the volunteer and I'd turn around and be like, no, you're not bowing out of this. And then I, you know, I think collectively, accumulatively, I walked about a mile just pacing back and forth, like, de you know, like <laughs> deliberating in my head, whether or not, whether or not I wanted to actually finish the, um, the, the course. Um, but eventually I just said, you know what? No, I've, I've worked too hard for this. Um, I'm not going to voluntarily um, DNF a race. I'm going to push yeah. on. Yeah, I'm going to push on as far as I can until I absolutely cannot do this anymore. And by about that time, uh, my brother-in-law and his best friend um, showed up. They, you know, they kind of caught up to me a little bit, and I was like, you know what? I'm, you know what? This is this is what I need right here. I'll just I'll go. I'll finish it out with them, and you know, and I'll do it. And, and we did, and we finished it and it was great. Um, and that's, you know, that's part of, um, part of where I, you know, um, I guess really doubted myself and, and couldn't, couldn't see myself actually finishing it, but, but pulled through and just kind of, you know, em, like we say, embrace the suck and, um, just, <laughs> oh, yeah. just push on through it. And, and, you know, and that's, yeah. that's actually like that feeling that I got after doing that. That's really why I want to do, um, it's really why I want to start kind of branching out and, and experiencing endurance events. And, um, because I, you know, I, I love the sense of accomplishment afterwards and, um, I really want to challenge myself. And that's the biggest reason why I continued doing OCR was I really wanted to challenge myself, um, in the long run. And, um, just, you know, like Mike says, make myself the a better version of me. You know, I want to be a better me than I am right now. 
Oh, I and so agree. I so agree. I mean, that's our yeah. ultimate goal, always. Yeah, and that's that's a big reason why I I think my my focus for next year's race calendar is not so much um you know the amount of races or whatever because I can get a little carried away. I'm I'm kind of a metal whore, um, but um, I oh, really oh, I hear that. <laughs> but yeah, I I think my biggest thing is I really just want to challenge myself, and and I think that's. Um, why we've talked about, you know, going to other, like I said, local OCRs, we're going to, um, we're really going to try to make it to quite a few of the, um, races where we've talked to race directors and stuff. Um, there's like, there's one in, down in California, there's grid OCR, there's one, um, over in, um, Eastern Washington, um, that we've talked to them about, um, right off the top of my head, I can't think, um, of the name of it, um, but uh, it's run by um, Sandra Hansies and her, um, or Hansis and her family on their farm um, for the life of me. And I'm sorry, Sandra, I cannot think of, you know, the name of your, the name of your OCR off the top <laughs> of my head. But, um, but, uh, you know, we've, we've been, we've talked with them and, you know, with her and, and we're talking about going out and experiencing that one. Um, we really want to kind of branch out and travel and go up to Canada and, and experience a lot of the races up there, not only just for the scenery, but, uh, and not only just for the, you know, the sake of having done races in other countries and stuff like that. But, you know, the, I think branching out and, and meeting, you know, fellow racers and fellow family members. And this is kind of where I was getting at before um, we kind of branched off into the endurance stuff um, is, you know, expanding that family that, you know, expanding the, the interaction that we have with um, others in the OCR community. Um, that to me, honestly, I think is, is, is almost, it surpasses um, the equality of, of, participating in the races. I think I look forward much more now to meeting others and meeting um, members of this community almost more than I love competing in the races. Um, I've met, you know, like you said, there's amazing people in this community and the people that you constantly run into, um, you know, event to event. That's that's part of what keeps me going, and I. Um, it's not to me. It's not just the challenge of the race, and it's not just the feeling of you know feeling younger when I cross the finish line and pushing myself, but um, the connecting on such a animalistic and carnal level with other individuals that are strangers, and then all of a sudden I know them almost completely based on these events. Um, just seeing how they function and how they push through these events. To me, that's the biggest takeaway from a lot of this is that um, I get to know people on such a animalistically intimate level, and it's honestly it's it's crazy that you you know that you can well, I completely um, agree that you can do that as a, as a human. So, um, and that's that's the big thing. Man. In I, our I, modern I know people. social media setting, is it's a rare uh, rare occasion. Uh, I, yeah. I mean, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a tech guy. I, I, I totally do not. I mean, I, I don't, I want to bash social media, which is always easy, but, um, it, it, it's <laughs> yeah. a connection. It's a connection. We, we have a lot of trouble finding elsewhere. Uh, you, you can't find yeah. that in a bar or in a, in a music show or whatever. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's a unique 
it's a unique experience. Human yeah. experience. And I, you know, and I think, yeah, and I think, um, you know, to touch on that, I think that when I think about OCR versus like social media, um, OCR, I wouldn't say is, is limited, but it's more limited than social media. I mean, because with social media, you're connected to almost everyone that you know on some level. Um, OCR, you're not really as connected because, you know, you don't always see these, you know, these individuals, you don't always interact with them. And I think, um, you know, like you said, it's easy to, to bash social media, but I think social media kind of diminishes that um, in a way to where it makes it almost, it's just, you know, I guess superficial in a way. Um, you know, it's almost just, it's very informal. Um, you know, there's so many, you have so many different, um, I guess, lines of attention that, you know, you try to um, adhere to or you try to pay attention to. And it's it's very, it's almost, I guess it's it's disconnecting in a way. Although you are connected to everyone, it's very disconnecting mm-hmm. because you're not, yeah. you're not, yeah. Um, you know, participating in these, yeah, you're not focusing on exactly, you're not focusing on these specific relationships and, you know, it, it definitely, there's a, a, you know, a huge difference between the OCR community and the online, you know, social media community. Um, and that's, I think one of the, like I said, that's one of the, the coolest things about OCR is getting to know people on such a level, like, yeah, we are in the age, like the information age, the, you know, technology basically is everything, but to experience and to get to know somebody on such a level without there being technology involved, um, and in just a humanistic, carnal, animalistic way to me is just, it's irreplaceable. It's something that I look it forward is. to every time I go to a race. And it's like, you know, oh, there I know a lot of people that I work with are like, oh, you know, everybody does these Spartan races and oh, it's just a fad and stuff like that. But they, I feel like they just don't understand. It's, And I think it's because, you know, maybe they've never been to one. And I, I invite all kinds of people to, you know, to events. And there's actually quite a few people that, I've talked to that I work with that are like, yeah, let's, let's do one next year or something, you know, it it may seem kind of, um, you know, um, I guess in a way they're procrastinating. Yeah, let's do one next year. And, um, but I I mean, some of these, yeah, but I mean, some of these people are actually like following up and saying, Hey, look, I'm actually really looking forward to doing one of these with you next year. And, and, you know, honestly, I cannot wait. I'm excited, not for myself, but I'm excited for them, you know, to see how yeah. they, not just as necessarily how they do, but how they feel afterwards. Like, or, you know, even if, even if, you know, they, um, they feel like it's, you know, super rough and they never want to do one again. To me, I'm proud that they've, they, they've tried something, that they've stepped out of their comfort zone. Um, and, and tried something that they were a little apprehensive to do before. And, you know, being me, I love, I love to push people. So, yeah, I bring students to, uh, do their first obstacle course race. And last year I brought eight people, uh, to do their first obstacle race. And 
two of those uh, got, well, actually more than that. I mean, most of the people I brought there are now uh, in some way or other uh, addicted to <laughs> optical course racing. And for all the, the different um, things, I'll just call them things, you can be addicted to in this day and age, uh, uh, whether it yeah. be an activity, a substance, or a technology. I mean, I'm proud to bring people uh, to be uh, oh, yeah. in some form, way or other, uh, be addicted to actually being better people and pushing themselves. And uh, I know uh, exactly. one of the guys. Yeah, one of the guys I brought to it uh, has actual actually elite possibilities. And I'm I'm hoping and I'm pushing him and I, I I'm encouraging him to uh, go as far as he can go. And I have this other uh, this other student that uh, I mean went from his first sprint. And keeps talking to me about how do I get my first ultra and how do I do my first uh, 12 hour and how I'm like, okay, 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 calm down, calm down. Let's take this one step at a time. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, he's, he's 18 years old, so he, he can do it a bit faster than us old folks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But that's good, you know, and it's like you said, you know, of all the, of all the things to become addicted to, um, I think challenging yourself becoming too addicted or becoming addicted to challenging yourself i think is probably one of the most honorable things that we can do um you know on this oh, earth yes so yes awesome um so um before we go um is there are there any like shout outs or anything you want to you want to put out there and uh well hey um if uh, you guys want to anyone wants to come up north and try out uh spartan uh, I have, uh, I'm a, also a Spartan ambassador. So from here to December, uh, I have an ambassador code that is good for uh, 30% off. So I'm going to be pushing, uh, sorry to push my, my peddling my oh, stuff no, that's, uh, on your show. No, <laughs> we encourage it. We definitely encourage it. So, so uh, I don't know if you can put it uh, just under the, the podcast or, you know, I can mention it uh, on air. Oh, so yeah. if you want that uh, 30% off, it's SRCA047. So that'll get you a 30% off open waves in Spartan, Canada, anywhere in Canada. And uh, hey, on a personal note, uh, uh, come do endurance events up north. I mean, uh, you got some awesome cryptea. Like I think one of your, you know, someone you know very close to you is Spartan cryptea, but we have some awesome Spartan cryptaeas up here. In the north too so if ever you're on the east coast uh give me a call and uh i'll set you up awesome well john it has definitely been a blast i think this is probably one of the most uh enjoyable and enlightening um conversations i think i've ever had with with ocr and um you know wow, it's I've, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I like to break things down into like a kind of like a psychological level. And, and this has actually been, um, the content of this conversation has just been amazing to me. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to walk away with this actually like completely and totally satisfied and fulfilled for the rest of my work day. Um, I mean, I have, I have to go to, I have to go to work in what, maybe four, four and a half hours. And, um, I mean, I'm already content with my day. I mean, I, anything else is just it's going to be minimal compared to this because this is this has honestly been a very very amazing um you know inspirational um conversation as far as i'm concerned so 
Oh, thank, thank you very you. much was, for, for being uh, a part was, of this today. I, I have the same feeling. I have the same feeling. It was a great discussion. Awesome. Well, once again, uh, Johnny Red, uh, thank you so much. Um, I look forward to uh, looking. looking you know, I look forward to meeting uh, meeting you in person, in you know, um, in the future. And uh, maybe one of these days, I'll uh, I'll venture as far as the East Coast. Um, I, I definitely love to travel. Uh, that's one thing that I I aspire to do in the you know in the years to come. Um, it's going to be a little bit difficult since we have um, small a small child and one on the way. So it'll be. Um, but you know, with the, like you said, with the support that we have from our from our families, you know, it'll definitely be um, something that's attainable. So um, we've talked about it before and. Um, travel is not something that's a foreign concept to us, um, especially if it you know, comes to races and, and challenging ourselves. So I definitely look forward to making my way over and um, I, I would, I truly look forward to meeting you in person. So um, with that, um, I will, uh, I guess we'll wrap up and uh, thanks again so much. Like I said, it's been such an amazing conversation. Um, I'm actually going to hear, um, go down and have some, some good family time now that my, my wife is off of work. So uh, thanks again, Johnny. And uh, I, you know, any, anything else uh, you want to add before we go? Uh, just say thank you for having me on the show. Uh, it was a pleasure. And I hope, uh, I also hope very much I get to meet you in person uh, very soon. And uh, if you can't make it out east, I'm going to try and make it out west. Awesome. Well, I, I definitely look forward to it. So. Well, uh, once again, I can't say it enough. Thank you so much. Uh, it's been such an amazing conversation. Um, you know, um, best, to, best to you and your children, your, your wife, all of your family. Um, take care. And uh, I definitely look forward to having future interactions, and, you know. Um, so. Hammer? Yes. Yes, I'm still here. Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought you cut off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Uh, awesome. it, well, it was uh, amazing. Amazing. This was really fun. Yes. Yes. We must do this again in the future. I definitely look forward to it. Um, well, have sure. yourself a good night, Johnny. And uh, yeah, and we'll, uh, we'll talk yeah, to you in yeah. the future. Does your business need first aid, AED, OSHA, flagging, or other safety training? James Safety Services is your one-stop shop. Find them on Facebook today at James Safety Services WA and ask for a quote on hosting your training needs. Thanks for listening to the BeastNet Podcast. If you haven't done it yet, find us on Facebook. Like and share the podcast. Give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. All these things will help to expand the show in the future. This show is brought to you by James Safety Services in partnership with Beast OCR. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you like to hear. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or at BeastOCR.com.